For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Brooklyn Brewery on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. by Brooklyn Brewery, flavorful beer for flavorful people across ESPN Wisconsin. He's Ben Brust, I'm Greg Scalzo, Alex Strofe, Josh DiMaggio running the show, and of course you, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. Normally we do Craigslist prices right on Wednesdays and over-unders on Thursdays, but that just didn't fit the hall monitor Jesse Nelson schedule. So today, we've got a little Craigslist prices right. Come on down, it's the moment of truth. It's time to play Craigslist Price is Right, presented by Rheingeist The Truth, where hops sizzle with grapefruit and mango notes and end with a smooth, dry finish. Pick up your six-pack today. It is Craigslist Price is Right. Ben Brost, myself, Greg Scalzo, two of your three contestants. Scott and Stoughton is your third. Scott, do you know how to play Price is Right? Yes, sir. All right, for those that don't, Joshy DiMaggio has curated four items across the world of Craigslist. You can find the visuals on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust. His assistant, Jesse Nelson, the hall monitor, provides the auditory explanation. And we take turns trying to guess how much these items are on Craigslist without going over the price. Closest two wins, best out of three with a potential overtime fourth. Joshy DiMaggio, the baton is yours. All righty. Reports out of camp are that Jordan Love has progressed. So I went to Bakersfield, California. Love Bakersfield. Of the Bakersfield Cannon. Jordan Love for these items. The Bakersfield Cannon. I was trying to, I was stuck between trying to do an impression and not. And I, of Mark? I didn't, yeah, I didn't know if I could nail it. Um, Mark so, New Berlin does not deserve an impression. <laughs> so the first item we have up here, I don't know, Greg, do you tell everyone? You can check out the items on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust. Uh, the first item I have up here is the milk truck. And here is Jesse Nelson with the explanation. Say, this item that looks like it's straight out of the 1960s is the bee's knees. It's an old rundown milk truck. You remember me, the friendly neighborhood milkman? Milk here, get your milk here. Now see here, this truck is rusted all over. It's missing all its wheels. The windshield and windows are shattered. There's no way this truck is running at all. And just like the milk I used to sell, I'd give it a 1% chance. You can guess how much this is worth. An old rusty milk truck. Yours if the Craigslist price is right. Thank you, Jesse Nelson. Let's start the bidding off with Ben, Greg, and then Scott. I mean, $50? I will go with uh, $500. Scott? 501 Actual retail price is $5,500. 
making Scott our first winner. It's a milk truck. It's an antique. It does. It is in terrible shape if you look at the picture, but I, apparently that has some value. Somebody's gonna restore it. Exactly. Thank you, Scott. All right, let's move over to the next item. We have the weight set. Here is Jesse Nelson with the explanation. Matt LaFleur said Jordan Love has clearly been working out a lot this summer. So this is your chance to be just like the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. This is a brand new, still in the factory sealed box, complete 300-pound Olympic weight set. Featuring a bunch of plates ranging from 2.5 pounds up to 45. Two Olympic spring clamps and a standard 45-pound Olympic bar. Lift your spirits today and just like Jordan and maybe Mark in New Berlin, show me the love with your very own brand new Olympic weight set if the Craigslist price is right. Alrighty, let's start the video off here with Greg Scott, then Ben. That might be the Bakersfield Cannons uh, weights right there. He's been working out while Aaron Rodgers been smoking ganj down there in Hawaii. Who are you trying to beat? Mark, <laughs> Mark in New Berlin. Berlin. Uh, no, it didn't I get there. I thought it was close. Hey, you right. started close, it. then you faded. Yeah, I, I was trying to think what I was going to say. Uh, I will say $165. Scott? Uh, i got to try and space, give Ben a little space here to make him think a little bit anyway. 165 you said? Correct. $160. $80. 166 Actual retail price is $600. Didn't make me think too hard there, Scott. Benny is... No, you're right. Obviously, this is not a... That's on Craigslist. It's obviously new. (laughs) All right, over to our final item. This is the one that comes personally recommended by the hall monitor himself as the best one of the bunch. It's the Uh nacho cheese machine. Straight out of a gas station's hot food section, it's a Rico's Nacho Cheese Machine. Is there anything better than nachos with this melty fake cheese at a baseball game? Let's find out with my baseball power game ranking. food power <laughs> rankings. Number three, the hot dog. Classic American cuisine at its finest. And with secret stadium sauce, it's the ideal entree at a game. Number two, popcorn. The best bang for your buck at a ballpark. The snack that lets you keep on snacking. And whether you're guzzling down beers or sipping on sodas, it pairs perfectly with your beverage of choice. And number one, it is nachos. Around the fourth inning, head over to the concession stand in right field, grab some nachos, and have yourself a day. Melty cheese, great hot, or even when it cools down, salty chips, a perfect portion amount solo or for splitting. Absolutely divine. So anyway, this nacho cheese machine can be yours if the Craigslist price is right. I almost want to scrap the rest of Craigslist and, and give the, give our takes, because that was horrible. His... Popcorn number two? The hot dog one was pretty good. Popcorn not so much. What's a hot dog? Hot. A hot dog. Hot dog! That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a hot dog. What the? What is wrong with you? Are you like... What is wrong with you? What do they say? Are you broken? That's... What do they say wrong? You... You'd say hot hot instead of hot. Hot dog. You're joking with us. This is a Boston thing. It has to be. It's a hot dog. That's what I'm saying. Hot, hot, hot hot dog. All right. Let's finish this off with the bidding, starting with Scott, Ben, then Greg. 
Well, first of all, you guys are priceless to listen to. <laughs> Secondly, how big is this? How big is this machine? Is it like a crock pot? Like no, all the, the gallon of nacho one. sauce? How is it? You would. It's the standard one you'd see in a gas station that you press the button and then the cheese comes down from the top. You put it under it. Maybe like two feet tall. Oh, okay. Sixteen hundred dollars. Sixteen fifty million dollars. Uh, I'm gonna 1600. go with sixteen hundred. No, yeah, no, I heard. <laughs> uh, Five hundred dollars. I will say one dollar. Guys, no what, way. What the heck were you guys guessing, Scott and Ben? Two hundred dollars is the retail price, making Greg the winner. What? <laughs> What did Scott say, Josh? Wasn't it like $16,000? $1,600. I mean, Scott, it's like the one you would have seen at the gas station 30 years ago. That's what they left out. It's not something you would see in today's, uh, you know, quick trip. Okay, well, either way. <laughs> well, I, and I guess we what? got gypped on that one, Ben. I agree, Scott. I'm on your side. All also, right. popcorn not a good. Not well, a good you're, food. Now you're messing with us. No, no, that this what is I a say? bit. Popcorn. It's a dog. Let's face it. <laughs> all right, let's. We have one more since y'all tied. Y'all won one. My favorite okay. thing having to do oh, the fourth. All y'all. All right, here's the last again. one. It's the hedgehog. Move over, Sonic. There are two new hedgehogs in town. One regular and one rare albino hedgehog available for purchase. Comes with a tank, bulls, and all their fun hedgehoggy toys. They're spiky, they're speedy, they're two new hedgehogs, and they're yours. If the Craigslist price is right. All right, let's start at the top again. Ben, Greg, then Scott. Uh, $220. Uh, I will say... Oof. I'll say $100. All right, Scott. Live hedgehogs? What's that? They are These are alive. live hedgehogs? Yes, they are alive. <laughs> is it legal to own an albino hedgehog? As far as I'm aware. Depends what you do okay, with it. Because we don't want to break any laws. No, never. So we got 201. Oh, come on, Scott. Look at Scott. The Neutering me. $200. That makes Scott our winner. Ah, Woo, well played, Scott. You win nothing, but you have the pride of knowing that you beat us in Craigslist prices, right? Thank you for your effort, well, Scott Stode. That's worth all of it. <laughs> That's Thank it. you, Scott. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. <sighs> we finally get to the Alex argument, Smith? to the conversation I want to get to off of what Alex Smith said yesterday on The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Uh, do you care more, or do you attribute the Packers' success more to the culture, philosophy, organization that they've had, the G, or do you value the generational player like Aaron Rodgers more? 800-990-3776. Already some good responses in the text line. We'll open up the phone lines as well. 800-990-3776. Or do we do ballpark food power ranking? Ooh, I like where your head's at, Benny. I hate you guys. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. You ready for the next question? Yeah. For my brain? All right. So, like, they lay eggs. How do they, like, get impregnated? <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are... <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.
Grateful Dead Thursday on Scalzor Brust, presented by Brooklyn, Brooklyn Brewery. Flavorful beer for flavorful people. We love Brooklyn Brewery. Uh, I'm a big fan of the summer ale. Benny, I know you've gotten into the IPAs. The packaging's great, but I love it. I keep seeing it more and more in the state of Wisconsin, and it is a delicious beer. doesn't feel like summer right now, but it will in a couple days as we head into Memorial Day weekend. Honestly, though, you, you hit it on the spot. Like... I go through different phases. It's been wit beer, it's been lagers, Whip. it's been ales, and it's the IPAs right now with Brooklyn Brewery. It is delicious beer here in the state of Wisconsin. Check it out in Madison. It's Steve's. You got High V. You got Woodman's. So much selection at Woodman's. If you go to Milwaukee, you also have Woodman's. Piggly Wiggly, Discount Liquor. Pick up some Brooklyn Brewery. They have non-alcoholic as well. It is delicious beer, and we are all flavorful people here at Scalzo and Brust. You deserve to pick yourself up some Brooklyn Brewery beers. Do it today. So yesterday, Alex Smith, uh, he joined the herd with Colin Cowherd. See how I just rushed right in there get so in we there. couldn't get into baseball in through there. power rankings? Uh, 800-990-3776. Can we do it later? I don't make promises that I don't know if I'll keep her. Well, not. then I'll jam it in there later. That's what she said. <laughs> Alex Smith talking yesterday with the herd or on the herd with Colin Cowherd talked about how uh, it was a just an atrocity of how the Packers handled the situation with Aaron Rodgers. Surprise. It's inexcusable. It's absolutely, and I, I think. What do you mean? How they ever got to this point? I mean, Aaron's been there 16 years. What he's given to that organization and been there, and for them. I think to to what happened last year during the draft, and, and and I haven't talked to Aaron about this, so I don't want to like put words in his mouth. But clearly, to watch the interview and him talk about it, it's about the people, and it is. And Aaron's been there that long, and I don't think it was the fact that they drafted Jordan Love in the first round. I mean, I think it's the fact that you just how, how do you have a guy like Aaron, and you don't go make sure beforehand. You aren't going out of your way to make sure that he knows that he's loved, that they want him there that we may be taking a quarterback in the first round. We want to make sure you're okay with it. This is maybe what we're doing. We're thinking, I mean, how you haven't treated him the right way leading up to that and to the fact that, from my understanding, it's kind of like it was a bit of an unknown, a bit blindsided. You know, you go from potentially thinking you may be taking a receiver, you're thinking you're a move away from the Super Bowl. Right. And then blindsided with a pick. Alex Smith from yesterday on the herd with Colin Cow heard talking about uh, how the Packers treated Aaron Rodgers. He called it inexcusable, but it does bring up this idea, right, that it's fun to say in the media and it's the easier argument to make that you have to value your star players and it's a star-driven league and the NFL is changing and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but he's basically saying that the way the Packers conduct business, how they conducted business with Aaron Rodgers there, you can go back in time. Mark Tauscher joined us earlier this week. You can listen to that in the Scalzo and Russ podcast wherever you get your podcast talked about how it's not just how Aaron's been treated, but it's how Aaron perceived some of the veterans being treated during his career. Basically, not with a whole lot of heart, not with a whole lot of loyalty, the Packers do business and they do it cold. And they do what they think is best for the organization and they move on. And sometimes that means having cheaper, younger players and getting rid of Jordy Nelson. Maybe when he's got a little bit left in the tank, but they don't want to pay for past production. Um, and it's interesting to hear that because when you look over the last 20 years at the most successful 
successful organizations in the NFL, they have been ruthless, heartless organizations that haven't valued the star player and that have valued their organizational philosophy more so than they valued any individual player or any player who wanted to put themselves against the team. It's the Baltimore Ravens. It's the Indianapolis Colts, although with Ryan Grigson, they definitely didn't do that. Right? It's the Green Bay Packers. It is the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is the New England Patriots. All of them have been criticized of not treating their players great. New England, the, the top of it, right, in terms of Belichick being this heartless, soulless, you know, uh, robot. The Steelers with how they treated the Le'Veon Bell situation. The Packers being the Packers. We talked about that ad nauseum. The Colts basically saying, hey, sayonara, Manning. We're going to go ahead and move on with Andrew Luck. Like, there's countless examples of those teams that have been most productive and most successful valuing their front office organizational philosophy and their culture above the whims of any individual player. And you go to the bottom of that list, and that's when you find the Jay Cutlers going ahead and calling shots in Chicago or the other examples that we can throw Well, what I was just going to throw in there is the one that we've had come up the most is like the Tampa Bay comparison. And to me, it almost feels like the anomaly, right? Like, you mentioned Tom Brady. He stuck it out for as long as he could to win those six championships with the Patriots. And then when his contract was up, he then moved on and found an organization that was willing to try and continue to build upon what he wanted. I also think, and I'm sorry to cut you off, I also think, though, to your point, like, People overblow the fact that, oh, Gronk came back. Like, Gronk wasn't the reason they won the Super Bowl. But he had a great Super Bowl game, so it will feel like it. If you look at the, 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 the right, whole of the regular season, it's Gronk, got there. it's Gronk and Antonio Brown. They really went out and got for Brady and Leonard Fournette, Fournette. Some veteran, veteran guys. It's not like they went out and brought in a Julio, Julio Jones. Jones. Like, they had the young roster already built for Brady, and they went out and got Brady on that team. Can I... Uh, can I complain about something real quick? You can complain. Alex Smith sounds like a crybaby talking about this situation. I mean, how many puppets is Aaron Rodgers going to send out there to talk about stuff? <laughs> Thank you. Alex Smith, this is inexcusable. This is the way you're going to treat Aaron Rodgers after 16 years. Like, give me a freaking break. Like, He sounds like he's crying. Alex Smith, sorry your career. Like, I know you're friends with him, but worry about your own career. I mean, it was a, a great story about how he came back from his severe injury, but why Why does Alex Smith feel like he's got a good on this pedestal to defend Aaron Rodgers? It's annoying to me. I mean, I think what he's doing is he's saying, you got to a point where your star quarterback doesn't want to play for you anymore, so you've created an issue yourself. It's inexcusable. Sure, he's exasperated at it, but how do you do it? How do you get to that, that point? But he, he went on to say more than just that. He's, he's citing, like decisions that the, the, the team made and, and what Greg was saying, like harsh decisions that Aaron Rodgers just doesn't agree with, but that have proven organizations to be successful when they do make those harsh decisions. So he's just upset that his friend and hall, future Hall of Famer isn't being treated the way he thinks he should, and he's trying to defend that, which is fair, but it's, it's, it's the same crybaby feeling we get from Aaron Rodgers when his feelings are hurt, when it comes back to the Jordan Love pick, or them not them cutting Jake Kumaro, you name it. It's how we get to this crybaby scenario. 800-990-3776. Band of Menominee Falls chimes in, says, I think the Packers organizational culture is most important. I believe it's part of why we've been contenders for the last 25-plus years. Yes, Farvey and Rodgers helped that success, but our draft and develop philosophy is what has helped keep talent around those 
800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. What do you value more, the generational player like Aaron Rodgers or the culture, the organizational philosophy of the Packers? Because that's what this feels a little bit like. It feels like the G. It feels like the green and gold. It feels like the ghost of Lombardi taking on Aaron Rodgers, the LeBron James of the NFL. 800-990-3776. We'll continue that conversation on Scalzo and Bros. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. I just wanted to let you know that I love you. You're doing this on the radio. Yes, I am. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, thank you. I love you too, Ben. Yeah! Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Across the SPM Wisconsin, it is Scalzo and Brust. Ben Brust once again messing with knobs that he should not be messing with, Joshy, uh, as he gets way too excited to do things and try to make himself as loud as possible no, no, no. on the Comrex system. Happened. I had my headset too loud. Even though your thing was red, like it was like it was reaching the red volume. Nobody knows had, what you're talking about. You just had your headset loud, so you thought I was I was too uh, yeah, loud. On the I mean, microphone. You're, you are loud, but I mean, it was you were extra loud, and I didn't want to hear that. Ben, here's a, here's the thing. I think I've never said to you a little bit. Can you tear yourself up a little bit? Sweet. All right, thanks. Yeah, we can go the ahead, knob. Greg. I hate you, Joshy. 800-990-3776. That is the number to get into the Scalzo and Brust show. You are the Scalzo and Brust family. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo, Alex Strofe, and Joshy DiMaggio running the show. And so Alex Smith, he spoke yesterday on the herd with Colin Coward. I thought it was some interesting perspective, clearly from a heavy player's perspective, somebody who wants to be on Aaron Rodgers' side as everybody continues to take sides in the Aaron Rodgers versus Green Bay Packers. Uh, Alex Smith continued to uh, emphasize, as, as we played there, that Aaron's not upset about the drafting of Jordan Love, but about the communication. He goes on to talk about how the Chiefs told Alex Smith about Patrick Mahomes. Did Kansas City give you a heads up on Mahomes? Yes, without a doubt. With 100%. I mean, that's something that was talked about throughout the draft process, not just by Coach Reed, um, everybody involved in the personnel department. Yeah, with, and, I mean, and, and I'm talking multiple times. Hey, this really might be something we're doing. Are you okay with it? This is going to be the situation. This is, I mean, you know, like uh, there were no surprises. I mean, it was, it was absolutely laid out for me. Um, and, and I think that all helps, you know, that when that stuff's communicated, um, it, it does make a difference how you treat people. 
Packers, the Packers way versus Aaron Rodgers. What do you value more? The organizational philosophy, the culture, the Packers way versus Aaron Rodgers, 800-990-3776. 630 chimes in, says Packers management have been very, very, very horrible. Three varies. A serious investigation should be conducted on both President and CEO Mark Murphy and General Manager Brian Gutekunst for totally ignoring quarterback Aaron Rodgers. And if Rodgers will not play in 2021, both Murphy and Gutekunst will be blamed, and there will be tons of consequences between Murphy and Goody. Look, Greg, I'm to the point as we continue to have people coming to Aaron's defense and talking about him. In this situation, A, it's, they're not comparable. Alex Smith was a good quarterback, and he was good with Kansas City. Ultimately, he didn't get it done at Kansas City. But telling Alex Smith that they're going to draft their replacement versus telling Aaron Rodgers, two different things. That being said, if the Packers did tell Aaron Rodgers, would Aaron change the way he felt about them <laughs> drafting That's Jordan a great Love? point. I don't think so. You know, it's, 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 it's easy to be like, oh, if they communicated better. No, this was 15 years of Aaron Rodgers being frustrated, and it added up. I mean, it was a big part in them not telling him, but he still would have been upset if they drafted his replacement because he thought he was godlike. So, so you think that Aaron knows he can't say, I'm upset about them drafting Jordan Love, so he has to say it's about how they drafted about Because the I agree. I think, people. I think if they told Aaron beforehand, he would have been just as pissed. And he would still have been upset. And he would still feel like he's being pushed out of the Packers organization. They just would have given him the heads up. And then he would have found something else that they did or didn't do to get himself fired up and upset about it. Would he have done all of this earlier? Say, say, say in the pre-draft process, right? They, they did this two months before as they're looking at Jordan Love. They tell Aaron Rodgers that they're going to do this. Is the situation we're in now happening then? If that makes sense. Like, is it expedited? Because he now has more time to process how mad he is I, about them reaching out to him to take his replacement. No, because he was coming off of a mediocre year in his first year under the system. Before that, his worst career year. Before that, an injury year. So he hadn't put together an Aaron Rodgers season in three years. So no, I don't think he would have. I think now that he's got that MVP trophy, now that he's got that little bit of leverage, he's like, okay, now I can act like a you know, uh, 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 a diva, jerk, a control freak, a manipulator. I know what word you're trying to say here, Greg, but you can't say it. I know. Um, <laughs> now I can act like Aaron Rodgers, right? Like he, like he wasn't in a position to act like Aaron Rodgers before. Now he's in so a position to act like Aaron Rodgers. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. We have neglected the Scalzo and Bross uh, patented official talk text line. We will go to Jeff from Pleasant Prairie. Jeff, welcome to Scalzo and Bross. Hey, hi there. Hey, I just wanted to chime in. I just got a couple quick things. First, does Mr. Smith have inside story of how Rogers feels than anybody else? And second, are the Packers and every and every other NFL team supposed to go to each player before they draft anybody? Did Green Bay go to Alexander and say, "Hey, guys, we're going to draft a couple cornerbacks. Is that okay with you?" To the latter I mean, question, you treat players differently. You just do. You're you're not going to go to the to the to the strong safety and say we're gonna you know drag you for the call. call. You value your top employees and you do like I do believe in communicating. I'm just saying at this point it didn't matter. Aaron Rodgers already had his mind made up. He was sick of the Packers front office and the way they were going about things as he got older in his career. 
Yep, and I don't think it's positional specific, but again, I, I do think there's a point to, okay, what happens now? If they tell them if this is the new rule, and then they would go out and when Bakhtiari's in the last year of his contract, draft a left tackle, is he going to be upset that they didn't tell him? Like, I do think that some organizations care more about that, and other organizations don't care at all, and want to almost keep these players in a position where they have their thumb on them and make sure that these players know, we're the employer, you're the employee, you work for us, and the Packers are one of those organizations. The, the way that they cut uh, Josh Sitton, right? Like, or, or, like that was that was unfathomable. It was a week before the season started. Everyone was shocked by it. He was an all-pro. He was a, a, a fan favorite. Uh, he was defensive a tackle. D- uh, Daniels. Um, uh, right. Mike Daniels, yeah. It, it, was like, right, it was right when they hired the floor, and they brought in Petten, and they were like, how are you going to ri- get rid of Mike Daniels? And it, they didn't, he didn't fit the scheme. It happens. It's business. 800-990-3776. Let's go to Sean in Germantown. Sean, welcome to Scalzo and Bros. Hey, guys. I... I, I this trust issue between Rodgers and Gutekunst in the front office, and and you're right. I mean, he wouldn't have cared if they if they talked to him beforehand. And I'm wondering, did they not talk to him beforehand because they didn't trust him to keep his mouth shut? And is this just going to leak out? You know, two days before the draft, that the Packers are looking at Love, and do they were they worried that you know maybe Love doesn't fall to them if if people if other teams know that the Packers are interested? I mean, we all were shocked by it. So, I mean, they. They were keeping their cards close to the vest, and maybe they just didn't trust Rodgers enough to even give him the information because they didn't know what he was going to do with that information. Sean, I like the idea of what you're going thank with. You for the call. Call. Well, thank you for the trust is a two way street. I don't think it would be to the point that Aaron Rodgers would leak. Again, my my thing is like, what would Aaron Rodgers have done? Like he would have done something. I don't think he would have jeopardized the franchise, but he would have made a stink about it, just like he's made a stink about anything he's upset about. I don't know if it's jeopardizing the franchise, but does he text our guy Jason Wilde? You can hear him on Wilde and Tausch, and let him know, hey, the Packers are looking at a quarterback, and then Jason, and then all of a sudden you get these rumblings and, and then reports. And, and then, hey, the Packers might be looking at quarterback if they can trade are they, up. Are they looking to move on from Aaron Rodgers as a headline? But I think we can all agree, even Josh, who is the biggest Aaron Rodgers defender, that if Aaron Rodgers found out beforehand and they communicated to him, he would still be really upset about that draft pick, no? Yeah, but I think a, th- a part of the equation we're leaving out here is if they tell Aaron Rodgers beforehand, it's still the wrong thing to do. Sure, he wasn't playing to the MVP level he was at, but you are walking away from the entire franchise. The reason you're making yeah, so far. I don't know if that's fair. That's exact. What do you mean it's not fair? How is it not fair? Because you're using hindsight right now in terms what? of why you think the if, Jordan Love pick was the wrong pick. If you have a franchise quarterback to the caliber the of Aaron Rodgers, you see it out to the end. You don't You don't it's make moves to get away Favre. from him. You don't give up a first and a fourth round pick to go to yes. that guy. It's just simply not the case. It is a misstep that they made. There's no if ands, or buts about it. Rage, Josh, rage, Josh, rage, Josh, rage, Josh, rage, Josh. Eight hundred bad nights. I'm gonna keep talking, so I had to talk louder. Over you had to just keep yeah. talk, keep yeah. talking loud, and keep talking fast. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. If Aaron Rodgers was made aware of the very smart pick by the Green Bay Packers of Jordan Love, would that have changed how upset he is at the organization? Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. And just knowing how emotional and sensitive Aaron Rodgers is, maybe it was the right decision. You, the Scalzo and Brust family, next on Scalzo and Brust. That was for you, Josh. That was way directed at Josh. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Speaking like of punishments. Time. Oh, Benny, you sneaky, <laughs> sneaky boy. I, I honestly, I honestly, no, guys. 
This is one of those times where, like, sometimes I try to bamboozle things. <laughs> I didn't bamboozle this one. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. The Packers way versus Aaron Rodgers. That's the battle going on right now. From Wisconsin to Hawaii, is Aaron Rodgers still on vacation? Miles Teller, his wife, Aaron's fiance, Shailene Woodley. He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Joshy DiMaggio running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family, have to give a shout-out to Gina Della from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I don't even need to say too much because everybody knows the amazing work she did for Tausch, the amazing work she's done for me, replacing windows and doors on my older home. And right now, before the end of the month, by May 31st, you can get six-year no-interest financing. Six-year no-interest financing. Not only six-year no-interest financing, you could get Pella Windows and Doors rated number one in America for highest value, highest quality, and increasing home value, and uh, plus a limited lifetime warranty and a 10-year installation warranty, and you can get it all done within eight weeks. It's hard to get work done at your home right now. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin is going to get it done within eight weeks because that's how good they are. Order by May 31st. For six years, no interest financing. 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI, or go to PellaWI.com slash radio. That's PellaWI.com slash radio. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Matt in Milwaukee also says if they told Aaron Rodgers their draft plans beforehand, we might never have drafted love because Aaron would have leaked it to the press. A lot of people think Aaron would have done something to make sure that Jordan Love wouldn't have been a Green Bay Packer. I, I, I just I don't think that would have happened. I think he would have throw, thrown a, a stink some other way. I haven't figured that stink out yet, but I will. I'm going to noodle that. Ben's, Ben's noodling that while he's noodling it. We'll talk to the Scalzo and Bruss family, 800-990-3776. Let's go to Charlie from Milwaukee. Charlie, welcome to Scalzo and Brust. What's up, boys? How's it going? It's going good, Charlie. Fantastic. Uh, so I think no matter what would have happened, whatever they told him, whether, I mean, the way it has played out, I think Aaron Rodgers would have thrown a big stink about it. However, I do feel like one way or another, regardless of Jordan Love, drafted him or not, I hate that I'm about to say this, but and I don't know if it's talked about a lot. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I think part of it is Shailene Woodley. I don't think she likes Green Bay. I think she actually despises the fact that he lives there. She wants that Hollywood lifestyle. That's why it's talking about going out to the West Coast. And I just also think, and it also pains me to say this, too, I'm starting to kind of like hate Aaron Rodgers a little bit. One, because he's not talking. That Kenny Main interview was bogus, but I don't know, man. It's just really frustrating as a lifelong Packer fan to deal with this, and it's you know, I'm kind of leaning more towards the Packers right now. They should have told him, but I don't know. It stinks. Charlie, it does stink. And thank you for the call. place for you to come and share those thoughts and feelings. And we won't hold you to it. If you're mad at him right now, we get it. If he comes back, we can all jump back on the Aaron Rodgers. I'm Super not letting anyone back on. Train. I'm oh, keeping oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm the arbiter. If you you're have anything the bad you to say You are the worst. You're done to me. Rage Josh! Rage Josh! Rage Josh! Rage Josh! Where's the cackle? Just laugh at what we say and shut up. <laughs> ben Brost, also known as Benny Baby Carrots, ate the entire package of baby carrots. 12 <laughs> ounces of baby carrots from our guy Alex Strofe today. I had one cup of coffee. That's it. 
That's it today. I didn't eat anything. Just one cup of coffee. Your your skin's going to turn orange. Uh, my vision will be better, though. I do know that. Nailed it, buddy. Game three, Bucks and Heat. Bucks and four. ESPN Radio up next to Milwaukee. Bucks, Heat, and Madison.